Hello everyone and welcome to What is a Podcast? The podcast where it's okay if you don't post for months because nobody cares. Um, But yes, this is What is a Podcast and this is me, Tanzel, coming to you live from the Bay Area, California, which is, um, you know, an okay place to be. But I haven't made a podcast in a couple of months now, since August, I checked. My last podcast was, in fact, in August of 2018. It's currently January 2019 that we're going from episode 7 to episode 8. Um, I've been busy. I got a new job in August, so that's probably why I haven't um, made a podcast since August. But yeah, I made a a new job. I made a level up. I didn't make, I got a new job. But I, you know, I got busy and it was hard to record podcasts because I was just so damn tired all the time. Um, But I figured out that hopefully I can do this once a week, maybe every other week. I can't continue to make promises just because I'm pretty sure in my last podcast episode, I, um... I made a promise that the podcast was keep going and then I fucked up and I didn't make any podcasts for the rest of 2018, which was not my intention. The podcast was always in my mind and you know, you're starting from scratch, you're starting from zero. So the podcast I can't say had very many fans. I do post it or I have posted on YouTube the the audio file from the podcast so people can watch on YouTube. They can listen on, you know, CastBox, on iTunes, on all those things. Not Spotify, and I tried SoundCloud, but it was just like a money investment that I didn't expect and didn't prepare for. And um, unfortunately, I'm not doing that at the moment um, unless Spotify can let me do it for free, which I think they might actually. I think they may have changed that, but... I don't know. It's on iTunes. It's on Google. It's on CastBox. It's it's on YouTube, which is free. Um, So it's pretty accessible. Like if you have iTunes or CastBox or any of the all that shit is free. So it's not like a huge unavoidable thing that's behind a paywall or behind a Patreon or anything like that. Um, But I do have plans for the podcast um, for today. It's currently evening time when I'm doing this, but I have plans um, to go over what I've been doing, um, and I have a new segment that I want to introduce that ties into um, the podcast title and the theme of the podcast and all those things. So um, yeah, what I've been doing. So I've got a new job, as I've mentioned, maybe twice or thrice now. Um, and it's been going good. I've been working in San Francisco and Oakland a lot, which has been interesting. I would say that um, San Francisco is definitely an interesting city, definitely a changing city, um, definitely different than how it was because of, you know, gentrification, because of, you know, just the tech bros, just because of all those people that are either good or evil, depending on what you think about them, whether you like the Googles and the Facebooks and the Ubers and the Venmos of the world, or if you don't like those people. And it's okay if you don't like those people. 
Um, I'm there probably three, four times a week, sometimes twice a week, sometimes never. It all depends. But um, I'm doing, you know, college advising, which is great. Um, I advise students in high school about how to get to college, you know, financial aid, blah, 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 stuff like that. And I feel like San Francisco has been, um, it's been a good experience. I will say, though, that San Francisco has a bathroom problem um, because I don't know if you know this, but certain like right wing people or like certain media that might might be right leaning, they hate San Francisco. Like and people like on Gab.ai and people like that, they hate San Francisco and they'll say that San Francisco is full of human poop. I remember when I came to work somewhat consistently in San Francisco. I've been to San Francisco, of course, and I've lived in the Bay Area for the majority of my life. So it's not like um, I was unfamiliar with San Francisco, but I definitely didn't live there. I wasn't there on a regular basis. I wasn't going in every day, seeing the city, different neighborhoods, different aspects, different people, all those things. Um, I wouldn't say that for sure, but um, definitely I was like, okay, let's put this to the test. How much shit is in San Francisco? How much human shit is in San Francisco? Because according to a lot of people, granted, mostly right-leaning, if you're not right-leaning, maybe you haven't heard of this or maybe you don't think it's true. Uh, I didn't think it was like 100% true the way it was painted in these articles and in this media. But it's like, let's see how much shit there actually is in San Francisco. And to be honest, I've seen like, one maybe two shits on the sidewalk that looked like they would have come from humans um other shit was like pretty clearly dog shit or like bird shit or squirrel shit or whatever animal that you think shits and lives in or around san francisco um but yeah i don't think it's that big of a deal what the real issue is with san francisco is the bathrooms because there's a lot of people or a lot of places in San Francisco that either don't have bathrooms or you have to pay to get into a bathroom. And that's ridiculous. You need free bathrooms, more accessible bathrooms. And granted, this isn't all of San Francisco. This is like a lot of like the downtown, like Civic Center, um, like the bustle of the city, San Francisco, that has this issue. But um, yeah, it's like it's a problem for me because like I want to pee as freely as possible. And if I can't pee freely, it's a little bit of an issue for me. And a lot of San Francisco bathrooms are behind a paywall. You have to be a customer to get into the bathroom, which I understand to an extent. You don't want people, you know, crowding your bathroom when paying customers who paid for, you know, a sandwich or something. They should get priority in the bathroom. I get that. But If you have a lot of people, particularly like homeless people or people on the go or people who do not live in San Francisco, to me, it feels like it's in your best interest to just make the bathrooms like free and easy to get to. And it's like, I can't find a free bathroom and I can't, you know, buy a sandwich from Subway just to use the bathroom. I can't do that. I can't do that. Um, Thankfully, I have found a couple of free bathrooms, you know work my way into the nooks and crannies of the city to find, you know, the free and accessible bathrooms. It wasn't too hard to find, but it was hard enough for me to complain about it. 
Um, but yeah, and I was thinking like, this is why you have the problem. You have people who shit on the street, and granted, it's way overblown from what I've seen. People shit on the street sometimes. Homeless people, that is. Not just people who are going to work or whatever. Homeless people probably shit on the street. (coughs) Oh, excuse me. I'm drinking water, and you know, water makes people gassy. But the problem isn't the shit. The problem is the bathroom. And yet, like I will keep mentioning, the shit isn't as big a deal as you may think it is if you do believe that San Francisco is full of shit. If you think that BART is just everyone on BART does crack. Some people on BART do crack, but not everyone on BART does crack. It's they're just going to work or to play or to school or whatever. Um, but yeah, there's a couple free bathrooms like um, Ingleside has a lot of free bathrooms. It's a neighborhood in San Francisco. Um, where you can get to like CCSF, the Community College, City College of San Francisco. Those places have a lot of um, free bathrooms, easily accessible bathrooms. Um, And that's probably my my main spot and a lot where I'm at a lot of the time anyway. But there's other free bathrooms and stuff. There's a subway I know that has like a free access bathroom, a Chipotle that doesn't check if you actually buy something so you can just go in and use the bathroom. There's things like that. Um... There's also, like, a shit ton of, like, Chipotles and Starbucks, but, you know. You know how it is in the big city. They have Chipotle, they have Starbucks, they have all those things. Um, But one instance that pissed me off, I was in San Francisco, and it was a Burger King. I was at Burger King, as one is when you um, need to go to the bathroom, you go to Burger King. Uh, And I was there at Burger King, and it was a cop. There was a cop in the Burger King and I was just going to, you know, use the bathroom. I was going to be in and out. And mind you, I had used this bathroom once before and it's a Burger King. Burger King is not a fancy place. It's never been a fancy place because it's Burger King. We're not talking about, you know, like Umami Burger here. We're talking about fucking Burger King. Anyway, so I'm in the Burger King and a cop, a cop is in Burger King and the cop tells me, he's like, hey, You need to buy something to use this bathroom in Burger King. And I don't mind, you know, being told I need to pay to use the bathroom or having the bathroom being locked. I had a problem that a cop said it to me. It was like, can you stop being a cop for like 30 minutes? You're in Burger King. You don't work for Burger King. You're a fucking cop. Why are you policing this Burger King when I'm just trying to pee? Like, I just got off BART. BART is a subway if you don't know. But... I just got off BART, I just needed to pee, I was trying to use this Burger King bathroom, which I had used once before, but because you're being a cop, and you're gonna watch me, and you're gonna make me buy something at Burger King, which I do not want to do, and you're being a dick about it, I can't use this bathroom, and I have to find another bathroom now, because you're an idiot being a cop. Like, you can be a cop somewhere else. Don't be a cop in Burger King. Be a cop in the streets. Be a cop when you're on patrol, be a cop when you're giving out parking tickets. Don't be a cop in Burger King. There should be no cops allowed in Burger King. Like, a cop in a Burger King is a huge red flag. If I was you, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about um, being a cop or you're thinking about going to Burger King or if you've seen a cop in a Burger King before, don't. if you see a cop in Burger King, do not go in that Burger King. If you see a cop 
in your Burger King, go to your nearest McDonald's, your nearest Wendy's, your nearest Carl's Jr., your nearest fast food restaurant. Go there instead of Burger King because a cop in Burger King is bad news. They don't know when to stop being cops. They're just going to be a cop and ruin your day. But yeah, that was my story about the cop in Burger King. Very traumatic, very um, upsetting to have that cop be in that Burger King. I don't know why it made me mad because this happened like actually like months ago. And I think about that cop every time I pass by Burger King. It's like every time I pass by that Burger King, I think about the asshole cop. Who wouldn't let me pee? Like, if you're a cop, you should want people to pee. A cop's job should be, you know, to keep people safe and away from harm. Well, if I can't pee, I'm not safe or away from harm. I'm harming myself by not peeing. And if you're a cop, that's not your job to stop me from peeing. Your job is to let me pee as freely as possible. If you're a cop and you're stopping people from peeing, you need to quit. You need to find something else. You need to, you know, take. You should take up knitting or welding or anything like that because you're not cut out to be a cop if you're stopping people from peeing. You need to find a new profession because this profession is not working out for you. You are unfit to protect and serve. You need to watch some Brooklyn Nine-Nine, figure out what a real cop is like, what a real public servant does, and not stopping people from going pee that's bullshit you need to quit being a cop if that's you if you're listening to this all the cops i know i'm maybe popular with cops but no fuck you if you stop people from peeing anyway and another thing that i wanted to talk about um with san francisco is um the term san fran do not call it san fran if you call it san fran you're wrong do not call it san fran it's San Francisco, the city, or the next thing I'm about to say, which is controversial, but I do have some, you know, thoughts about it. Um, and it's kind of linguistic e, um, but I majored in linguistics, so go fuck yourself if you don't like it. Um, but Frisco, I've seen on Twitter a couple times. It's not serious on Twitter, but people are saying that no, do not say Frisco. Do not say Frisco. You say um. San Francisco or the city, which I agree with. Do not say San Fran, which I agree with. I think San Fran sounds ugly as all get out. But Frisco, I've always thought was acceptable. Like if you listen to Bay Area rap, particularly like during the hyphy movement, all that thing, you knew that San Francisco was Frisco. If you were alive in the hyphy movement, if you talk to people, if you just knew casual conversation, the city, San Francisco, is Frisco. And then all of a sudden, I see these people saying that you don't call it Frisco. Don't call it Frisco. It's San Francisco or the city. And I was like, what the fuck? So at first, I thought it was just white people because all the people I saw saying don't call it San Francisco we're white people. And then I saw something from a, like a while back, like something from the 90s saying also, don't call it Frisco. And I'm about to take a sip of water. Yum. Water. 
And then so I had to do some research into this because I'm a pretty much a lifelong Bay Area resident, but I was like, Frisco is acceptable. The rappers use it. The rappers who are from Frisco, SF, the city, San Francisco, they all use it. And then I read that Herb Kane or Cayenne or Cotton or whatever, he was a journalist and he stopped people from using Frisco. And Frisco was used by people of color, people who were hardworking, blue collar, black, Latinx, um, Philippinex, all those people, those people were the ones using Frisco. And then the rich, pro- predominantly white, not completely white, but the rich people were like against it. And Herb Cayenne was the asshole who said, stop calling it Frisco. And that's where it came today. And I was like thinking, with all this gentrification that's happening in San Francisco, with all these tech people coming in and out, people who are really not from the Bay or not from San Francisco, and there are some people who are from the Bay, like they'll be from like like San Lorenzo, San Leandro, they'll be from Pinole, Hercules, Pittsburgh, Antioch. Those people will, you know, come in to work also. But people who are not from the Bay, people who are not from California even, coming in and coming out. And Frisco might die because with the um, the gentrification, with people of color, like, and the, the native Frisco sayers, and of course there's still some organizations that use Frisco in their name. I believe it's like the Frisco Five, which is like an activist nonprofit, something like that. Excuse me. They use um, Frisco in a name. They're called like the Frisco Five or Frisco Freedom or something like that. You can Google that. I'm not going to. Um, but there are still people using my life. Frisco might die if all this gentrification and if San Francisco just becomes like Google headquarters, tech bro headquarters, Salesforce headquarters, that Frisco might die. And that would be pretty sad because... I grew up with it being called Frisco. And of course, there's places called Frisco. There's like a Frisco, Texas. There's, I think there's a Frisco in Colorado, although that could be wildly incorrect because I don't know. It could be. Um, I remember seeing something like that, but it could be incorrect. But yeah, Frisco might die. And I don't want that to happen. I think we should embrace Frisco. If someone tells you to not say Frisco, ask them if they've moved to San Francisco recently how my, how well do they know San Francisco? Are they a gentrifier? Are they kicking out people of color? Are they, you know, fucking up the city? Do they litter? Are they vegan? All those San Francisco stereotypes. Are they a tech bro? All those things. Ask them that before they tell you if you can say Frisco or not. Because I am absolutely pro-Frisco. People of color have been saying it in San Francisco for a long time. And, you know, it's not right to have the the slang of people of color kind of diminished and stifled and throttled because in a lot of ways people of color have you know they've made their own slang words or they've used english in a new and creative way and it gets you know co-opted by different groups and becomes widespread a lot of black and latinx and filipinx or chinese japanese a lot of that slang has been co-opted into english and if you're a code switcher or if you use casual english likely use some elements of african-american vernacular english and really to see frisco 
kind of die out and like honestly even today i see the city way more than frisco i see sf way more than frisco san francisco way more than frisco by people who i would assume had no problem using it um but really it's like all these other words have been co-opted by the majority have become more or less standard but frisco is dying and i don't think that that's necessarily right um but that's just me and i didn't mean to go on a linguistics kind of rant or sociolinguistics or aave type of rant but you know what that's what i studied in college i majored in linguistics and global studies and that's what i am so this was the linguistics hour um maybe that'll be a segment actually since this is what is a podcast and i can change whatever i want this might be the linguistics hour Welcome to the Linguistics Hour. That might be the tagline. I just made that up right now. But that might be the tagline for the Linguistics Hour. Because, you know, that's something that I I like. That I want to learn and study and learn more about. I would love to be a, a fucking linguist. I'm not a linguist. But I would love to be like an actual like full-blown linguist. And tell all the other people that everything they know about language is wrong and i'm right and i'm smarter than everybody but who knows i'm not a linguist yet but i did i do have the degree so i guess maybe i am technically but who knows but anyways um this is the part of what is a podcast where i do a fake ad because there are no real ads on this and to be honest i was thinking how do people get ads on their podcasts I actually have no idea. Well, actually, I do have an idea. I have an idea on if you have like a network, like if it's like an ESPN podcast or HeadGum podcast or something like that. If you're part of a podcast network, The Ringer, for example, I understand how you get ads. But if you're like an independent person, how do you get ads? Do people just like find you through your contact information and Say we want ads, you need like a manager or something to get ads. I mean, I guess that would be how it is, right? Right? I'm pretty sure because I don't know really how people get ads on their podcasts. If they don't already belong to a company or a network or anything like that. Maybe I'm just being stupid about this. But anyway, this is going to be an ad for Squarespace. You've probably seen an ad or heard an ad from Squarespace in the past, and I'm going to do my best on the fly to do a Squarespace ad because why the fuck not? This is a podcast and you listen to podcasts, half of it for the ad reads. So Squarespace.com is a website building service where you can build your own website, whatever you want. If you have a private Snapchat or you sell nudes or anything like that and you want to streamline your product and have people buy your nudes, then Squarespace is the place for you. You can make it 18 plus. That's a no problem. You can add that feature very easily so you don't have underage people you know, buying pornography, but you can sell your own pornography. You can make your own pornography. You can post pictures, videos, GIFs, anything you want on Squarespace, all you need to do is 
go to the Squarespace website, sign up, make an account, and upload your pornography. It can be as lewd, as nude, as explicit, as X-rated as you want because it's porn. And porn is lewd and nude and gross and all those things. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Go to squarespace.com slash nude. That's squarespace.com slash N-U-D-E. Squarespace.com slash nude and start selling your premium Snapchat and your nudes to fucking day. That's squarespace.com slash nude. All right. So um, that was the fake ad for Squarespace. I hope you enjoyed that. Squarespace, if you're listening or a rep from Squarespace is listening, hit me up. My Twitter is TacoTanzel, T-A-C-O-T-A-N-S-E-L. My Instagram is ButteryTanzel, B-U-T-T-E-R-Y-T-A-N-S-E-L. Um, hit me up. Let me get on that Squarespace money because I think I did a pretty good job on that. I don't know about you. I think I did a fantastic job replicating a Squarespace ad that I've heard on podcasts, etc., etc. I've seen other ads too, but Squarespace is... The main fucking ad podcast producer. I don't know. That was a weird sentence. But Squarespace is where it's at when it comes to podcast ads. But now, this is the new segment I hinted at towards the beginning of this podcast. Since this is what is a podcast, I figured I would review a podcast. Um, Yeah, I figured. Why not? I don't know how many podcasts review other podcasts. I've seen podcasts or listen to podcasts that review like movies and books and tv shows but how many podcasts review other podcasts not many by my count um but anyway i figured i would review a podcast and the first podcast i'm going to review is going to be the dollop the dollop is a podcast by two dudes and they talk about like united states history maybe world history I don't care enough to go back and check, but I'm pretty sure it's mainly focused on United States history and like the cool parts of United States history, the fucked up parts of United States history. And it's one guy who tells a story to another guy. What are the guy's names? I have no fucking idea. I don't remember. But they tell, you know, stories and it's pretty interesting as a concept. My issue with the dollop is the audio quality. And I'm not one to, you know, say quality is my strong suit. I wouldn't say that this is the most high quality podcast. I wouldn't say that this is, you know, the cutting edge of technology. I'm not the best at editing. I'm not any of that. But the audio quality of the dollop goes so far high and so far low that it's unlistenable to listen with headphones. And I listened to this podcast because Twitter said it was good. I was on Twitter saying, looking at like podcast recommendations and all that. And the dollop was one of the ones that was like highly recommended. People like, I love the dollop. I love the dollop. I love the dollop. And I honestly thought the dollop was ass. Ass with a capital A and two capital S's. Because one guy's mic was, you know, working well. You can hear the guy's mic pretty well. The other guy's mic was so low. And I guess like the guy wasn't enunciating because I couldn't hear him at all. I was listening and I was turning my volume up and down with my headphones. 
and it hurt my brain. It hurt my ears. It hurt my entire fucking head and neck area and my nerve endings because I kept going up and down and like hurting my eardrums. It's unlistenable. It's unlistenable. I'm sure it's actually good if it was listenable, but that shit was unlistenable. It was ass. It was ass. And I wish I can go like more in depth and I'll go more in depth. Maybe I might go more in depth with other podcasts that I'll listen to and review. And if you listen and you want to give me something to review, put it in the rating and rate it five stars. If you don't rate it five stars on iTunes or whatever the 100% is on whatever podcast service you're listening to, if you don't do that, then I'm not going to review it. Rate five stars and I'll review it. Why would I rate something three stars and then review what your suggestion is? Give me five stars. I don't care if you like it or not. But if you like it enough to leave a suggestion, then give me five fucking stars. That seems easy enough. That seems reasonable, right? Anyway, but the dollop, it was like talking about U.S. history and there was like a Donald Trump episode. There was a Wells Fargo episode. Shit that, you know, is actually fucked up in the United States and in the world and has real world implications and could be really interesting and funny or dark or serious or whatever way they want to call it. I couldn't hear it. I couldn't listen to it without hurting my fucking brain. And I can't recommend it because the audio quality was so bad. And it honestly shocked me that something that was so popular was so bad, like in quality. Like, again, like I'm saying, I'm not saying that this is the most high quality podcast, with the highest quality microphones, the highest quality recording services, the highest quality anything. I can't tell you that is me. What I can say is that I am not the most popular. I am not popular at all, probably. And what I listen to something popular, I expect it to be at least decent in quality. You know, mistakes happen. Mistakes happen. Maybe the mic goes out or someone's calling in from the phone or FaceTime. And it's not always going to be the highest audio quality sound. But when the dollop is you know, supposedly popular and people like that shit, I heard it even on another podcast that the only podcast that the host listened to wasn't their own podcast. It was the dollop. And I was like, how the fuck do you listen to this bullshit? Because I couldn't understand anything. I can't recommend it. I'd give it like a two out of 10. And the two out of the 10 is because the concept is interesting. And I think it can be really good. And it probably is really good if you can understand what they're saying. But if you can't understand what they're saying and you just think that this is a bunch of mush and you end up falling asleep and when you're falling asleep, you're like, wait, what were they even talking about? I don't know because I couldn't even hear one of the dudes and the other dude was just saying things that don't make any sense because I couldn't hear the other half of the conversation because their microphone or the ramblings are too low or the guy's standing 35 feet from the microphone and the microphone can barely pick the dude up and even though I listened to multiple episodes or gave them a chance I still couldn't understand them so it's clearly a recurring problem just not a problem on one episode of one podcast and maybe if none of that was the case maybe I'd give it a high rating but it's a two because the rating of the quality of the audio and I'm sorry I'm rambling but I'm so upset at this audio quality that my eyes are closed. I just ripped my fucking shirt and pants off. And I'm going to say that the dollop is a 2 out of 10. 
and and that's all there is to it is that it's a two out of ten um but anyway um that's all I have for right now um I'm trying to hit the thirty minute mark still with the podcast if it's more that's fine, but I want to get it to thirty minutes because um that's a good podcast length the minimum podcast length is thirty minutes um for me personally anyway and if I ever have any type of guest or anything like that, then I guess I would make it longer and prepare questions. And that'll probably be longer because it'd be a conversation with two people. But if it's not that, then um, yeah, it's probably going to be around 30 minutes minimum. But don't expect like an hour of just me. And you probably don't even want an hour of my own voice anyway. Um, or maybe you do. I don't know. But all the podcasts that I listen to, even if it's just one guy, a lot of times they're talking to their producer, bringing their producer in, or something like that. It's usually not just one person. But it could be. Who knows? Maybe you like my voice. But yeah, that's all. I appreciate you listening. If you listen all the way through, I appreciate you so much. Love you so much. Shout out to you. Um, Just took a sip of water there. Um, yeah, rate five stars, follow me on Twitter, Taco Tanzel, that's T-A-C-O-T-A-N-S-E-L, Buttery Tanzel on Instagram, that's B-U-T-T-E-R-Y-T-A-N-S-E-L, YouTube, Alta Pope, that's A-L-T-A-P-O-P-E, just type that in after YouTube.com and you'll go straight to my YouTube channel where you can actually see my face and body. At least the upper part of my body. Um, But yeah, that's all. Thank you for listening. Love you. Goodbye. Please be safe.